0: Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit IBM.com slash Watson Assistant.
1: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7
0: ESPN.
1: David Lennon joins us. You see him all over Newsday. Also just won the Dick Young Award. So, uh, David, congratulations on that. How you doing?
0: Oh, thanks, Anita. Thanks for uh, saying so.
1: So uh, for our listeners out there who might not be aware of exactly what the Dick Young Award is, why don't you fill us in?
0: Well, it's just it's been given every year to um, a local media, actually local b- baseball writer uh, by the New York Professional Scouts organization. You know, it's just kind of a recognition of sort of a... I guess you could qualify it as sort of a, a long and meritorious service award, which means I've been covering baseball in this town for a long time by this point. So um, it it's a great gesture by them and, and much appreciate them I and I was up on a dais last night with Bobby Valentine and Edgardo Alfonso, two of my more favorite people in the sport, so it was a uh, it was a great honor for me and uh, a great night to celebrate with them too.
1: Yeah, I used to work with Bobby when I was over at NBC. He's a lot of fun. Uh, so David, oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know he's so his stories are. Anyway, uh, David, great to have you on. Um, I wanted to bring you on uh, to talk about Derek Jeter, and and listen, no nobody surprised that Derek Jeter got into Cooperstown, right? Like that that was a given. I think more people obviously are surprised and that was and that really was the story behind the story that he didn't get like what Mariano Rivera got, which was 100% of the votes, 99.7%. So there's this one individual out there who decided that Derek Jeter was not worthy of getting into Cooperstown, at least in the first go around. Um, first and foremost, why do you think that is? What do you think the motivational factor is or what the mindset is of an individual who can sit back and look at themselves in the mirror and say, no, Derek Jeter is not worthy.
0: Well, it was, it was interesting that myself and a number of my colleagues, when that happened that night, the first thing we did was to go take a look at the a screenshot of our own ballots, just to make sure we didn't like accidentally leave them off or something. There's a little bit of immediate fear from that, just because it was so surprising to see that happen. Um, you know, I, I thought we were kind of past the time of people kind of symbolically uh, not having somebody be a first ballot hall of famer. That was something that had went on in the past. Uh, If you look back at guys like Ted Williams, you know, who 20 people didn't vote for him uh, the year he got into the hall of fame, 28 people I think didn't vote for Joe DiMaggio uh, who got, didn't get into the hall of fame until his fourth ballot. And I thought we're past the days of, you know, writers thinking that somebody wasn't deserving to be a unanimous selection certainly coming on the heels of Mariana Rivera, who just did it last year, his teammate. So I don't know the motivation. I mean, if somebody wanted to tell me it was an accident, that would be like the most believable part of it. Uh, otherwise, you know, could it be that they had, they thought Gita would be a slam dunk, so they voted for 10 other people? You know, the limit is 10 that you can vote on any one year. Maybe that was possible, but that kind of seems outlandish to me. So I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's such... Kind of a crazy omission that it's really tough to put myself in the head of the person that made that or didn't make that vote. I should say.
1: So, um, how many how many people have a vote? Like, who, who's voting? Like, how many people are have a vote for to, to decide who gets into the hall?
0: Well, I, I think this year the number was three hundred ninety seven, if I'm not mistaken, okay. and it, it varies. I, I mean, just to, to give your listeners a, a little bit of a, a thumbnail sketch of what goes into this. Uh, To have a Hall of Fame vote, uh, you know, you have to be a member of the Baseball Writers Association of America for 10 straight years. Um, You know, you can't be any omissions in there. You can't have five and then off and then five more. It has to be 10 consecutive um, and then you have to maintain uh, your standing within the organization beyond that. So it's certainly an educated electorate uh, that's making these calls that people and many of the people, that are in it, while there are new people, sure, every year that get those 10 straight years in it, there are people that have been voting for this for 30, 40 years, <laughs> you know. So there's people in the organization that are, are quite experienced at it. So um, in that sense, it, it has varied. I mean, the, the, the voting rolls have been pared back in recent years. I think they've dropped from anywhere from the high 500s to six now down to 397, as I mentioned, as some rules have changed. They want people to be more active members, uh, certainly within the industry, uh, rather than people who have just been holding on for a long time. So they wanted to kind of make the, the electorate a little more current. Um, but, yeah, I mean, most of the people have been doing this for a very long time.
1: Interesting. So I'm just curious, with with you and, and a number of um, your your friends that, uh, that also have a vote, like, have you guys, like, are, are you – have you had a conversation? Are you texting one another trying to, like, nail down who you thought it was? Who's the guy who didn't vote for Derek Jeter? Like, what have those conversations been like if if, if they're in existence?
0: No, oh, I mean, sure, within the business, of course. I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, we, we talk about it and wonder who it is. And there had been some theories and some people had checked out uh, maybe some people they thought it could be. As it turned out, it wasn't. Um, so... Listen, this process does grant uh, a voter anonymity, anonymity if that's what they choose. Um, you know, most of the people that I know, and you'll see many of the voters do make their votes, pu- make their ballots public. You can also check a box on your ballot that says you'd like the Hall of Fame to make your ballot public. But if you choose not to, the Hall of Fame will keep it a secret. I mean, the BBWAA has pushed for all the ballots to be revealed. Um, and the Hall of Fame, who has the last call on this, uh, says, no, we want to grant voters anonymity uh, if they would so choose. Uh, and so that's where we're at. Um, just to, on a side note, uh, Anita, you know, this kind of cuts both ways. I, mean, I think in this era uh, of social media and people releasing their ballots early uh, and kind of making more of a uh, courting, I'm not going to say courting public opinion, But I wonder if people do tend to tailor their ballots for kind of public affirmation or trying to make the best ballot, you know, publicly. When you do have anonymity or keeping a ballot secret, you know, then maybe you don't feel that same pressure or maybe you don't feel that same backlash. So there can I feel that there can be in some instances where maybe people will vote more honestly uh, if they know they don't face some kind of public repercussions to it.
1: Again, David Lennon joining us here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. You can follow him on on Twitter um, at David P Lennon and also all his work on Newsday. Uh, just two more questions for you before I let you go. One is, sure. uh, can you make an argument in regard to Derek Jeter best shortstop ever? Um, and, and, and is that argument with Cal Ripken?
0: No, well, best shortstop ever. That's, that's kind of a tough. Uh, that's kind of a tough call. I mean, I, I think we, we've heard a lot about you know what his defensive abilities or shortcomings might be uh, as compared to some of the others. Um, and it depends what you want to rate it at. I mean, do you want to rate him as an overall shortstop as a uh, that counts as offensively as well as defensively uh, as far as his championship caliber? Um, so I think you'd get some arguments along those lines. I mean, Ripken certainly got a lot of the notoriety for his streak. Um, you know, I wonder if A-Rod, if he didn't switch positions to third base, There'd be an argument that he was the greatest shortstop ever. Uh, So I don't know about that. I don't know if I could give that to Derek Jeter right off the top. But as far as the overall package and what he did and the city that he did it in, um, there's certainly an argument to be made with that case.
1: And last but not least, uh, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, uh, I know what next year is their eighth year. Uh, they are steadily increasing in regard to their votes. Uh, I had read, uh, what, Barry Bond 60.7%, Clemens 61%. Do you feel like, so, so they have two more years left. Do you feel mm-hmm. that at that point in time, like, is, is Alex gonna be available for that within the next two years? Like, should they just do like a, hey, these, these, these dudes used Roy's ballot, let's let them in? Yeah. Could, could you, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean a... like, could you see that? That's... Because I, I think everybody feels like, you know what? They they were born with the god given talent that they're that they were able to play the game and play it extremely well. Like we, I, I do believe they deserve to be in, but obviously the steroid era and the assumption or um, the confirmation that they've used it is prohibiting them from getting in.
0: Well, I mean the, the problem, Anita, and I, I think if you talk to any voter that they feel the same is that you know the, there are no designations or guidelines when it comes to. Uh, players who were either under great suspicion of PEDs, as Clemens and Bonds were, or players that were suspended for PEDs, uh, like Alex Rodriguez, like Manny Ramirez. Um, so it's kind of just thrust in our laps to make that distinction. And if you follow this closely and read a lot of the stuff about it, you know you'll see that voters, you know, really grapple with it. I mean, Bonds and Clemens, I, I do vote for uh, only because I had to draw the line in my mind about players that were suspended or penalized by MLB and those that weren't. Now, granted, Bonds and Clemens' crimes occurred before the penalty phase and the suspension phase of PEDs came into being. So I just view it as that MLB allowed these guys to continue to play without penalizing them. So I'm just going to look at it that way as well. Alex Rodriguez is going to be a different case in my mind because he was suspended for an entire year uh, for for being – coming up with PED, so that's the distinction right now you know bonds and clemens are moving at such a glacial pace right now anita i mean i I thought that they would eventually get in um but they're only picking up like uh, a point and a half uh around that percentage points per year and since they're at 60 right now if you do the math uh they're not going to get there so unless there's a lot of people withholding their vote because they want to make them wait till the 10th year and then they'll come around on it. These guys aren't going to get in. And I don't know if many people follow it closely enough to know that these other committees that come up, we only can vote on players for a certain amount of time. Then they come off the ballot after 10 years and then other committees vote on it, like the veterans committee, the modern era committee. And those committees are made up of hall of famers, former executives, uh, some media members, And those committees have looked uh, very unfavorably upon any PED guys. So I would not anticipate Bonds or Clemens getting any sympathy from them. So if they don't get in the next two years, I think they're going to be frozen out. I I I really think that's going to be it.
1: Wow. David, thank you so much for joining us on this Saturday afternoon. I really do appreciate your time. Congrats on the Dick Young Award as well, and uh, enjoy your weekend.
0: Uh, Thanks again, Anita. My pleasure. You got it.